0: Afterbuzzers, you're watching the Americans After Show, so stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. Afterbuzz TV, and
0: now let the buzz begin. Hello, and good evening, and welcome to the Americans After Show on Afterbuzz. Tonight we will be reviewing the episode eight the magic of david copperfield five the statue of liberty (laughs) disappears the longest title i've ever had to say in my life all right i'm uh, adrian snow you can follow me on twitter and instagram at miss adrian snow that's M S A D R I A N S N O W. and here's my co-host
1: and i'm james gressel you can follow me on twitter at james gressel all right so
0: first thoughts
1: I really, really liked this episode. I thought it was getting back to more of what I've always really loved about the show, which is kind of a quiet intensity that undercuts the kind of family drama aspect of it. Mm -hmm. It it, it felt kind of more classic Americans, even though we're moving forward in a lot of plot lines that we kind of took a backseat because of Martha. Mm -hmm. Uh, It felt much more kind of like... You know the show hitting all the things that it does well. Yeah, it was kind of like a back to basics. And Martha's storyline was like, and we're done. Yeah, they and got I'm her like, on the plane in the in the teaser, and, and she's off.
0: Yeah, I'm like Allison Wright. Are we never going to see you again? <laughs> <laughs> so good to interview you last year. Come back. Um, I really enjoyed this episode as well. I thought uh, they had a lot of stuff going on. There was a lot of me like shooting my hands up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a also a big fear that we weren't going to see the very last two yeah, minutes yeah, of some, the episode. Some technical problems. Technical difficulties. Unfortunately, we were able to come through and catch that. Yeah, that would have been... Very important
1: last few minutes. That would have been really awkward.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, but I guess just to start things off with Martha,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it starts with her just washing her face and getting ready and basically leaving the country in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I, that's I, the last we see
1: of her. Yeah. I really loved that whole sequence and... and- just how silent it was Mm -hmm. and there was no music there was no dialogue all the sound design i thought was very exact and and kind of up in the mix a little bit you heard when they were cutting the toast and spreading the butter and she was watching her face everything was amplified Mm -hmm. even in these really quiet moments and i thought that really lent to the tension between all the characters involved especially martha and, and and philip yeah yeah it was it was a very very good scene it
0: was it was A very bittersweet way to send her off it was just kind of we don't really get that much more time with her we don't really get to see like any more resistance from her it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of like set in stone that this is what's gonna happen right and then also with uh am i to take it i don't know i had this feeling like the peanut butter
1: no i think what i read that that as and i kind of expected her to say it was i think she was looking at that wondering if there would be peanut butter in russia Wow, okay. I think she's like it's like Jif peanut butter and it's like such a classic like American thing. huh And she's like I wonder the the it, that that's how I kind of read it. it was like I wonder if I'll be able to get this in Russia. Like this simple pleasure.
0: For a split second I thought maybe they put
1: the rat. The rat in the GIF. I thought so too. For and for a half a second I thought so too. I was
0: like that's an interesting way so she doesn't question it but Yeah. Uh but but we were right with Tatiana using the then a diseased rat, as also the same form of transportation for Martha.
1: Yeah, there was that emphasis uh, when Philip's packing the trunk mm-hmm. on the second bag uh, that I thought uh, Martha's bag or what seemed the like Martha's one. bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just kind of tosses in there, lays down, and he very gingerly sets in the other yeah. bag, which Martha never touches. Mm-hmm. It goes from Philip to the trunk to I think Gabriel and then the to the pilot. pilot yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, the implication there is that the rat is in that bag.
0: Yeah, so that was... But not in Martha. Not in Martha, thank so, goodness. Because yeah, that so, was, like, that was so the I feeling. I was wrong
1: on that one, yeah.
0: But, it, no, it was, it was good to see them also figure out a different way of transporting mm-hmm. uh, the bioweapons. Because yeah. giving it to some random pilot on a public plane didn't seem to be working. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem to, want to be doing it very much. So... If that's how they're going to to do it from now on, that that'll be interesting to see as well. But did you also feel for like a split second when the plane took off that it was just going to explode? There was
1: yeah, there was that <laughs> feeling like what's going to go wrong? Yeah. Like uh, and I don't know how much that is just kind of like spy uh, fiction, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, kind of conditioning us to expect these kind of big moments. Um, but I think that that's just something that the show does so well is play off of those expectations and and it uses that tension. To to keep that scene so compelling, yeah. When very little, I mean, like a lot happens, but but the way that they do it is so subdued, and they let that kind of those kind of expectations of some big moment uh, create that suspense when everything kind of goes off without a hitch.
0: Yeah, and we can actually credit the suspense of this episode to Matthew Reese, who was also serving double duty as director and actor. So good. So kudos to you, sir. Yeah. I know. Um, Stan, whose real name I'm blanking on at this moment. Noah Emmerich. Directed last season yeah. as well. So everyone's kind of taking their turns at the the head of the wheel. Mm-hmm. So kudos to them. Uh, but just jumping up from that, because it was so quick. And I do hope we kind of get to catch up with Martha later. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip kind of makes it clear that he's showing a lot of remorse for things. And this was a very Philip and Elizabeth heavy episode. For sure. We briefly touched on the Residentura. We briefly touch on Stan and Agent Gad and mm-hmm. all of that, but mainly what we were talking about was how these situations and the interactions with their agents were affecting not only Philip and Elizabeth as people, but their relationship overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see Philip meet with Gabriel a little bit later in the episode and request that Martha's family be contacted as soon as possible, mm-hmm. uh, what did you think of that?
1: Uh, I, th- I thought that it was uh, a-, a lot of... A lot of scenes in this episode, that one included, were, were uh, like building tension mm-hmm. within the characters, within situations, and and delaying a kind of release and, and just bottling everything up and bottling everything up. Mm-hmm. And I think Philip all season has been looking for a kind of release and to, to kind of unload his guilt about Martha I think that's more what he's looking for than mm-hmm. he cares more about what his feelings are I think than whether or not her parents really think she's dead he's looking for some sort of absolution I think mm-hmm. for getting Martha out I th- he's so relieved uh, when he hears that Stan was actually looking for her, and I think that to be right to yeah, yeah to be right exactly so when he's talking to Gabriel he he's not concerned about Martha's parents. I don't think at that point he's even really concerned about Martha. I think hmm. he is I think he's just wants to feel better.
0: You don't think that he has some uh, cuz he brought up a point later in the episode when he was talking to Elizabeth about how they aren't just agents, they're human beings. So yeah, I think it is uh, uh, about him finding absolution, but it is also uh, I think a certain level, level of um Sincere caring that comes from it, you know, of not just seeing somebody as like a puppet, yeah, but as a, an actual person, which yeah. he's he's shown before with right. past agents,
1: yeah. I I and I think that that's something that um that Paige is struggling with too. Mm. Um,
0: yeah, like, we'll, we'll get to right, her, yeah, but yeah, like,
1: but the fact that. Uh, this conflict between these people being people that they have relationships with and mm-hmm. and and them as agents mm-hmm. is something that like everybody is touching on that yeah. it goes all the way down every single character is struggling with that relationship in one way or another uh mo- mostly most obviously with with Philip but i think that that every character uh has that conflict in this episode it's a very thematically tight episode I it thought. is it was
0: very it was very well structured uh and just to jump from that since we did m- kind of mention that the fbi was on martha's tail to go into stand before we get into the big blow-ups happened to philip and elizabeth yeah. uh we find them in the the situation room yeah the vault uh breaking things down and and kind of coming to the slow discovery that martha is gone yeah they lost. lost yeah it's over mm-hmm. uh and, and I think Gad also kind of coming to the realization, mm-hmm. more so, that not only is he really screwed things up, mm-hmm. um, but that he's also yeah. probably out of a job.
1: Right. His career is over, for sure. It's,
0: yeah. And so it, that was a little sad and sweet to see that, you know, it's just, it's it's over for Gad. Yeah. And,
1: <laughs> and Stan tries so hard to kind of comfort him, and he's so bad at it. He's
0: so bad. I love... Stan trying to comfort people because it always leads to like just really hilarious moments when mm-hmm. he's telling the story about the guy who collected stamps yeah. and Frank Gad's face when he's telling him this story like you really think I'm gonna go up yeah. there and they're gonna be like
1: oh we hear you drink scotch yeah. like, let's talk about that I, I thought there were a lot of uh, kind of humorous moments throughout this episode mm-hmm. uh, that kind of undercut that tension and, and a lot of them had to do with Stan yeah um, but in that scene in the, in the vault uh, they're talking about how, how uh, Adderholt's talking about how like I, I couldn't figure it out even when I was looking for it when we were having dinner and everything. but And they talked mm-hmm. about how she was good at it.
0: They made it sound like su- she was some super spy. And right. I felt really bad for Martha in that moment because mm-hmm. it was obvious that this was somebody who had just been like lied to so much that she believed that for a long time that what she was doing was to protect... The fellow U.S. government, Mm -hmm. and then when she found out that it wasn't the case, then she believed that the man that she loved would would not hurt her. And I think that's
1: the key to it, especially in this episode where where there is such a conflict between humanity and treating these people more for you know purely for what they are information wise. Yeah, Um, I think the fact that they call that they treat Martha almost like a super spy Mm -hmm. when all she really did was care about someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what made her, uh, you know, so good at spying in a way. And I, I thought that particular point very interesting when everything else is trying to push against that kind of passion and, and personal yeah. connection.
0: Yeah, it it, it kind of comes up later with Lisa and Elizabeth mm-hmm. and Lisa's interaction. How if you don't have that kind of passion built into it, that kind of well, I would die for you oh prince rest in peace um <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's just like oh die for you I love that song um, um then it's harder to wrangle the person and and elizabeth definitely came up with that with with lisa who we hadn't seen in a while mm-hmm. but before we would jump into that um having stan kind of play the 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 comic relief was mm-hmm. was fun it was fun to see him in that scene where he finally does start to notice that his beer is running out yeah
1: he just goes and steals <laughs> and he just takes it yeah
0: i was like whoa one you just bolt into this person's house two you open up their fridge mm-hmm. you take out the entire six pack of beer mm-hmm. you open one yourself before he's even opened his mm-hmm. you're chugging it you complain about your wife Mm, you're getting a divorce it's Mm -hmm. official and then you bolt with the six pack of beer yeah like i don't know anyone that i'm that close to that no 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 one my own mother would not do that and this (laughs) this is
1: this is when their relationship is like strained too
0: exactly like he doesn't even feel comfortable staying over for dinner but he feels completely comfortable stealing Mm -hmm. a six pack of beer i guess i guess
1: sure yeah I, i i think it's just one more thing where like you know, that personal relationship is strained mm-hmm. and it leads to to uh, Stan kind of not being good at his job, not being good at, at counterintelligence. Hmm. Um it it just it's another way that, that kind of that kind of conflict comes out, even in that scene.
0: What well, you mean when it comes to Philip and Elizabeth not yeah. being aware? Well
1: well when when it comes to Stan not being aware of Philip Philip and Elizabeth. Yeah. You know, like you know, if Stan had started talking about Martha, Philip is, is, you know, in such a place where he might have, you know, given something up. Maybe not slip, but like, you know, if Stan were were more on, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe, you know, if he were more open, maybe Philip would start opening up a little bit. There could have been some kind of connection there. But, and that's purely speculative. But I just think that in such a, in an episode where there's so many thematic and, 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 uh, you know, ties, mm. that scene, I think, works totally with everything else, showing that there's, sh- you know, you need to have a personal connection to really understand people and really kind of see where they are, uh, even in, in a scene that's basically a joke about beer.
0: Well, I think they, they still have that personal connection, even when it's strained. I think I think Philip and Elizabeth just happen to lie in Stan's blind spot. I mean, they're mm. so close Sure. that three I guess for them it, it has been like about three and a half years. I don't mm-hmm. think he would see them as a threat. Like they're they they're so close to him. These are people that his right. you know grown up with his children. Yeah. That it, it I don't think it would even it wouldn't even phase him to
1: believe that. It's kinda you know yeah, yeah. kinda like breaking bad. It, yeah. You no, know, sure. I didn't I didn't expect you know, I don't yeah. expect Stan to have some sort of epiphany over a beer or anything. Yeah. But, um yeah, I, I, just, I just found that, you know, further interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, that he just can't see it. But right. See it. I guess, yeah. Um, But to jump into... So there was, there was a, a moment... There was a moment between Gad and Stan at the end when they're talking and Gad has been let go. Mm-hmm. Um, During the seven-month jump, which we'll go to as well, mm-hmm. where he said something about Oleg's brother. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of confused by it. I was, too. Did they have something
1: to do with his brother dying? That's kind of... I, or I, did he just have
0: empathy for
1: it? I think it was just empathy for it. I okay. think that was just another point of kind of personal connection yeah. with between him and Oleg. And he's basically saying, like, you cannot have it. You cannot forget who these people are. Right.
0: And then to jump
1: in from that,
0: from the whole idea of Oleg's brother to Tatiana's brother, mm-hmm. who's being sent into war. Right. Um, That was... I, I, I found that to be an odd moment. I, yeah. I I don't feel much for Tatiana. No. She's just, she just hasn't really been developed in a way. Mm -hmm. And that's no offense to the writers. It's just that they haven't really had time to develop her in a way that makes me care about her. It took, but you know, it took a long time for me to care about Oleg as well. So, and I, I'm still like only halfway there, but, um, I I am struggling a little bit with those storylines now that there is no Nina. Mm-hmm. i think that, i care a little bit less
1: i think where i got hung up and i agree but mm-hmm. i think where i got hung up on it was that scene was from tatiana's point of view it was very much her scene mm-hmm. and i think that like you said there's just not much of a connection there for me yeah um if that scene had been if we had been with oleg in that scene and mm-hmm. he had come in and had it be him responding to her news mm-hmm. in kind of relating it back to his brother, and we were kind of there with Oleg instead of there with Tatiana. I mm-hmm. think that that would have played a little bit better with an audience, just because we have more of a connection with Oleg. But they have to lay the ground if if they're laying the groundwork with Tatiana somehow. I guess they have to start somewhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess if if, if that's what they want to do is, is make her more important or make, uh, her, have her have her own storyline. Mm-hmm okay, I don't really I don't really need it. But yeah. if, if they can do it in a way that makes it interesting, then I'm all there for it. But if, if they dropped that storyline for the rest of the season, I sure. wouldn't care. Um, it's just kind of like when they did drop the Lisa storyline. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised to see her reappear mm-hmm. in this
1: episode. Um, they also mentioned um, the girl... Uh, young he? No, no, no. The Kimmy, the girl, the like young girl. Yeah, yeah. That Philip was with. Yeah. Um. So they picked up a couple of threads. Uh, when that, did they mention that? Uh, I think that's when. That's when. Uh, that's when Philip meets Gabriel at the bar. He hands him the tape. Oh, the Breland bug. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah.
0: They're still. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, because I when they said the Breland bug, I was like, what is that? Yeah. I don't remember that? Right. Um. So okay. So that makes sense then. So if they're just doing that, and then. The other one that he told yeah, me, uh, yeah, Young Hee, yeah, Young he. um, which I'm still not entirely sure what how she serves.
1: I don't remember what it is she does, but but that's that scene with with her and Elizabeth.
0: I feel like that's gonna bite Elizabeth in the ass
1: because I feel like f- her relationship with Young Hee, yeah,
0: is a genuine friendship.
1: But that's that's what I was that's what I wrote down. That's what I was gonna say. Like Elizabeth's female agents like like hurt not hurt me, but like I feel for them in a way that I don't uh the agents that are worked in a more sexual way mm-hmm. because Elizabeth is so good at developing those friendships,
0: yeah,
1: and they are like that seems so genuine, yeah, but you know Elizabeth, and you know that she's just
0: I uh, was I think this might be a little different. I think she might be caught off guard by young Hee because. Uh, uh, the thing about lisa because you feel that kind of comfort she has with lisa mm-hmm. but it's also built in kind of like a pain yeah so they're both recovering alcoholics right. is, is the story that right. elizabeth is playing with her and and it didn't when she killed her mm-hmm. she didn't seem to have much remorse about it even though i always assume that she was going to kill the husband. Like, I never thought yeah, she would kill totally. Lisa. I agree. Um, so that was really heartbreaking for me to see. Mm-hmm. But the relationship she has with young He, th- there isn't really any of that drama. I mean, she would meet Lisa for meetings. Like, they would right. go to Al- Alcoholics Anonymous. Maybe they would go to discuss things about Jack. Mm-hmm. But... With Young Hee, she's having like these one-on-one mm-hmm. girl outings, going sure. to the movies, yeah. going to meet her family, learning a recipe. Not only learning a recipe from her, but going making and it making it at home, yeah. and telling her daughter it's a friend, right. that taught me it. You know, so I think this is the first time we're really seeing Elizabeth in a relationship with an agent that might potentially um, make it. Difficult for her to do close. her job. Yeah, yeah, she might actually get too close. Right. So that seeing all those parallels at the same time of of like the Lisa storyline coming to an end and the Martha storyline coming to the end. You, these agents who have such pain that comes with interacting with them mm-hmm. to seeing the young he where it's just all light and young he is just all about having fun and yeah. like, let's sneak into the outsiders. Mm-hmm. You see those kind of parallels and that's the possibility that maybe... Elizabeth might not she may not be able to be so guarded. I would love to see Elizabeth not end up breaking the rules accidentally because she developed feelings for an agent. Like friendly feelings, not sexual feelings.
1: Right. I I don't know. I am still not 100% convinced that it's genuine on her part. I mm-hmm. agree with you that that um if it, it feels that way and it's so close. Mhm.
0: It feels closer, it feels more like a Gregory situation, but just without the romance. It feels like it's closer to being something real for Elizabeth
1: that she probably really needs. Oh, I I definitely think she really needs it. I think that I mean, I think that, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Lisa was threatening to go to the police and all of this, but I think yeah. that, that that was, that was a release for, a, yeah. for, a, she, she had a lot of stuff bottled up yeah, and she jumped to that conclusion very quickly.
0: Yeah. You can tell that, I think right before that happened, I said, everybody's losing it <laughs> 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 because you, you see her flip out on Paige and basically tell Paige, you cannot have any feelings. Basically telling Paige, you must act like an agent, like you were trained. Mm -hmm. And if you don't care about these people or if you're feeling hesitant about these people, I no longer care. They must never know Mm -hmm. that you have any doubts. You see um, Philip freaking out when uh, Elizabeth comes at him about Est. Mm -hmm. And I have a a friend who is in the, the newer version of Est called Landmark Forum. And a lot of what Elizabeth was saying. I was like, yeah, that that sounds mm-hmm. 100% right. I've been to that meeting. It doesn't feel yeah. as genuine for people who are outside of that circle as sure. it does for people who are in the circle. Mm-hmm. And it seems a little bit controlling. It seems a little bit scary. So I can totally understand why she sees like the good in it and mm-hmm. also the bad in it. Um but then I can also see Philip's side as well. Like once you're in it, you're in it and it's hard to see mm-hmm. you know the forest for the trees once you're there. Right. So
1: I I I really liked that scene. Um, when she comes back from the meeting and they have yeah. that confrontation, because while they do bring up Gregory and um, the the the, baby the mom, mama. yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it's really not about them being KGB officers, and like it, that is them at, at, as, as a married a couple yeah. having a conflict as a, like that is totally natural to any other kind of American married couple, and and I think that. You know, the Statue of Liberty thing, too, plays into this a lot, too. That Mm -hmm. that speech, the David Copperfield speech at the end about freedom Freedom and and things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elizabeth is worried about, kind of, I think, Philip having a little bit too much freedom, having a little bit longer of a leash. I I think, and, and you know, he's asserting himself. He says he wants to start playing hockey again. He wants to, you know, he's distancing himself from her, and I think that that scares her. Yeah. Um into lashing out a little bit.
0: Well, I think it, it's it's two sides. Like Philip wanting to play hockey again, it's very much like him tying into Russian roots. I think so. Uh but going to Est is a very American thing. Right. It is tying your emotions into a fiscal situation. Mm-hmm. Which Americans do quite a bit. Mm. <laughs> so uh so I can see like there's a weird pool. and that the fact that he he can't, he doesn't feel comfortable coming to her with these things. But Elizabeth is not historically known for being like the person you come to when you're having some emotional issues. Right. If if we learn nothing from her reaction to Page, mm-hmm. she does not care about moods. She doesn't yeah. care that you're feeling away. Um, I I
1: think though that that was all projecting. Like that, I, think I think she was, was she was yelling at Page because she couldn't yell at Philip.
0: Yeah, and I I see that and. F- I think Paige is very much like Philip and, and mm-hmm. especially in that moment. I was like, wow, she's acting a lot like Philip in this yeah, moment. definitely. Um, but that's also very much Elizabeth. She does not want to, she does not want to hear about people's feelings. Not to say that she can't be understanding of it, or that she can't be someone that will listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't recall a single, with the exception of the moment when she was shot and she was season one, mm-hmm. And she wasn't sure if she was going to live. And mm-hmm. she spoke to Philip in Russian yeah. and asked him to stay with her. Mm-hmm. That's really the only time you get to see her play into any type of emotion or be vulnerable. Like, it, and Not to say that it's not there, but it doesn't seem like she really... She tries, but it's difficult. It's difficult yeah. for her
1: to do it. Yeah, even just last week um, when they have the conversation about... Uh, whether or not Philip wants to go with Martha. Yeah. And we think that this is this, like, big reaffirmation of their love for each other, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's what we did, I think, both of us thought last week. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they come, you know, now, Mm -hmm. just, you know, a couple days later, however long it is in in the show, and they have this big blowout, and they're more further apart than they have been in, Mm -hmm. you know, a long time. Yeah. Well, I think, especially for Elizabeth, it's difficult...
0: If you, if someone doesn't have a vocabulary like an emotional vocabulary, sure, it can be incredibly difficult for them to to state what they need mm-hmm. and to say like this is what I want, but this is how I feel. And Elizabeth doesn't have that. No. You know, she I think she was what eighteen, nineteen when she was married to Philip and sent off to America. Yeah, um, and she had just come from being raped. Right. like in and during her training Mm -hmm. so not only was she defensive because she was in this training but also because she had just been attacked by a man and now she was being thrust into a new land with a stranger yeah um who was to be her husband Mm -hmm. for the rest of her life so there's always i think been a guard up with elizabeth definitely and i think um that makes it hard for her to just say clearly, like, this is what I want. She's kinda of, she's passive aggressive. Yeah. She's incredibly passive aggressive. Whereas Philip can be passive aggressive, but he tends to state he tends to state what he wants emotionally. Mm-hmm. And he's not always clear with what he needs outside of that. Yeah. You know?
1: I think as as much as it seems like Elizabeth is the one who is always taking action, mm-hmm. it's really I th- it's really more philip in a way because he's the one who's acting on what's best for him as a person mm-hmm. not as another this is another person versus agent thing mm-hmm. um you know he the best thing for him as a person was to get martha out so that she wouldn't get killed or put in jail or yeah. whatever that that was best for philip mm-hmm. um you know going to s is a decision for philip and he's acting on that mm-hmm. um elizabeth ignores all of this because of those walls that you mentioned Mm -hmm. and I think that her I mean obviously she had she had reason with with killing Lisa but I think that that act when she comes back to the safe house and you know says Lisa's out too and so casually yeah, that's that's asking for help yes she did she seemed drunk yeah which was surprising to me
0: well you know I think they they, like when I wrote everybody's losing it it, they were all reaching their breaking points and kudos to gabriel for being a much better hand- handler than Margot. margo
1: that's the actor margo martindale is the actress i, fr- uh, I forget the character's name <laughs> everybody's gonna freak out on twitter
0: don't freak out on us you know she's sh- been gone for she's a, year a, a recurring barely yeah. <laughs> don't margo I'm just gonna call her Margaret Martell because I can't remember her name right now. Uh, and it's 11 o'clock at night here, <laughs> and I'm a little under the weather, you guys. So give me a break. It's almost midnight. It's almost. Uh, don't play Jeopardy music.
1: <sighs>
0: Wait. Just somebody.
1: Just, I'm gonna remember it I, like, you, like two right in the morning.
0: Two, I know. I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> but um, she just she could never see when she's pushing them too far. Mm-hmm. And Gabriel saw them sitting there. Philip already had his breakdown time Mm -hmm. and time again. And now Elizabeth, the strong one, Mm -hmm. is sitting there with blood that she has not seen on Mm -hmm. her neck, just bleeding Mm -hmm. casually, smoking and drunk. And he's like, you know what? You guys need a break. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to take care of it. Mm -hmm. You're going to have two assignments. Just take some space and breathe. And I, I really appreciate Gabriel for knowing when he's pushing them too far um, even when it goes, I think that that's a big thing about Gabriel is that he's able to sit there and complain with Margot Martindale and say, like, back in my day, basically, you know, I had to yank a man out of his house with his family screaming and throwing him into a car mm-hmm. and kill him. And this was a friend of mine. A friend, yeah. Um, and that's just what we did. And for her to say, well, it's a different world. You know, it's not their fault. It's not our fault. It's just a different world. And for him... To say, well, outside of like what I think I could handle when I did their job, like this is obviously too much for them, which Mm -hmm. is something that Philip isn't capable of, which is something that Elizabeth isn't capable of. They aren't. Elizabeth tries Mm -hmm. by going to Est. That was her trying. Yeah. You know, to see Philip's point of view. Mm -hmm. But it's one thing to attempt to see someone's point of view it's another thing to just understand um that that's their point of view and what works for them may not work for you you know which is not i don't think philip and and elizabeth know how to do that with each other that they always understand elizabeth needs structure information and philip needs emotion and understanding mm-hmm. um yeah they try but in the end you know, that pragmatism of Elizabeth comes in and kills it or the emotion of Philip comes in and kills it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, you know, you can see the the cracks are really starting to show mm-hmm. a- after Elizabeth's, you know, speech of Paige, mm-hmm. which is this family is going to be destroyed. Uh, you know, everything about this family is going to be destroyed if you don't do your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we saw at the end it kind of is. Yeah. Like even though she's doing everything that Elizabeth said she has to do, mm-hmm. she's miserable. Yeah. And the family, and then you, and and I loved uh, just the half a beat that it pauses on Henry after uh, Philip and Elizabeth come in uh, from outside to follow mm-hmm. Paige. where he's like, "Wait a, second, I, what are we? I thought we were poor Henry." And, yeah. And Every time. So it's all going to hell.
0: Well. I was surprised they did a seven-month jump.
1: I mean, yeah, I
0: was like, "What?" <laughs> like, yeah.
1: what Yeah, this especially like this show, this episode picks up immediately where the last one yeah, left it's off. Yeah, the next day, and so much of this, you know, this show, we we thought, you know, like they don't take these massive no they jumps don't take in time. Massive jumps. Um, we we find we follow these stories very kind of you know their lives day to day yeah and a se- yeah seven months later that was that was one of the biggest surprises in the history of the show yeah I
0: and the the playful music and the happiness and mm-hmm. everyone seemed up until the moment page got out of the car mm-hmm. everyone seemed a little hunky dory right like it seemed like uh philip was getting to play like his hockey again and right. sharing it with elizabeth and mm-hmm. Henry. um Gad lost his job, but that's okay. He's going to travel Asia with his right. wife. He's going to visit his you wife's know. parents. They're going to enjoy his, his time off. Yeah. Now, Stan can go over there and, like, have a beer and shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And then you have that monologue that plays that, or that Gad says mm-hmm. over the course of all the other actions about yeah. no matter how nice these people seem, no matter how friendly and... I know you feel for Nina, you feel for Oleg, you feel for Oleg losing Nina the way you lost Nina, and you're afraid to turn him. Mm -hmm. Um, These people
1: are not your friends. Yeah, and I think that that's something that Paige is learning about her parents. Yeah.
0: And that's a a tough thing to learn because it's it's like the day you realize, I don't know, I might have said this last season on the show, but it's the day you realize that your parents are human. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not... A king or a queen or a god or anything like that—they're not uh, all powerful and all yeah. knowing. Mm-hmm. They're very flawed and fragile, and they will screw you over.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like maybe not intentionally. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's there's the earlier in the episode when when uh, when Philip comes back uh, from from dropping Martha off, and he tells the family like, you know, Dad's gonna be around more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Paige is. Yeah, I think a little bit relieved, but also because she knows what's going on, she I knows think something's she's wrong. terrified. Yeah. Yeah. And and that just keeps coming back to her now that she has this knowledge that of what her parents are, it's it's totally turned her life upside down. I think that that as a metaphor is is great. Yeah. And and, you know, that that song, another credit to the music supervisor on the Americans um, for finding a period pop song that's so perfect for, for the scene. Uh, even though it's 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 got a nice fun uh tempo and melody, it's the it's called the end of the line. That's mm-hmm. the name of the song. Mm-hmm. And it's it's you know, it's not it's not about beginnings. Yeah. You know, even though it's seven months later and and you know, they, they've had this alleged vacation or the closest mm-hmm. they're going to get, um things are over. Gad's yeah. career is over. Uh and it seems like Paige's relationship with her parents is over. Yeah. Yeah. Just she
0: walks in and she is one of their agents. Yeah. And not even a sugar coated one, not even like a young he or even a beginning Lisa or a Martha. It's very much like we play penny Golf. She's really happy to have a baby. I thought I was excited to babysit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and, Whoa. and it's it's devastating. Oh, no. It's yeah. devastating because you. You know that at one point, this relationship was so important to Paige, mm-hmm. and it was something that she really cared about, mm-hmm. and it's turned... they, her, her parents have poisoned this.
0: Yeah. And it like, could have gone a different way. I think if... And it's unfortunate that everybody was losing it, because if Elizabeth had just taken a breath... Sure. If she had just not freaked out on Paige... And not made it so much about, like, the structure of the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think she could have, if Philip had handled it, which, you know, I hate to say it, but Philip has always done a better job of handling Paige, Mm -hmm. of explaining things to her in a way that she understands. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're very similar. So, if he had come in and said, hey, listen, like, we know why you did what we did, and we understand it, but Mm -hmm. we
1: need you. Yeah.
0: To do this for us, we just have to under- We have to always know what they're talking about. It's just for our security. It's for your security. It's just for the safety of the family. Mm-hmm. Whereas Elizabeth comes in more so like, you have destroyed us. You will destroy us if you don't do this. And so,
1: well, it's the reverse of the the Statue of Liberty trick. Yeah. Instead of instead of disappearing freedom for a couple minutes, mm-hmm. it's the illusion that Paige has it, and Elizabeth taking it away from her. Mm-hmm. And now. Even though it appears that she has her freedoms, she doesn't really. Yeah, yeah, she's h- handcuffed by the whole situation. Yeah,
0: telling her you have to fake it. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't care about your feelings or your mood. Um, it's rough. Yeah, but on that note, shall we go into predictions? There we go. And now you're
1: after Buzz TV. <laughs> predictions. predictions.
0: All right, your thoughts on next episode.
1: Well, I think we're going to get back to the chemical warfare storyline. Yeah. Um, and I think that we're, like, it seems that the Pastor Tim stuff is kind of wrapped up.
0: I hope not. Yeah,
1: I hope not either. It was a little bit anticlimactic, but I I do hope that, uh, the the fact that Paige now resents her parents or seems to, um... Continues to play out. I want to. Mm. I want to see how this kind of goes forward, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that we get a little bit more Henry. Like if Henry kind of yeah. knows what's going on, or is kind kind of gets to suspect things. How think, is the? Fa- I want to see like we got in this episode. I want more of the family. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think Henry's gonna be the one that blows everything up i think he's gonna say something to stan
1: yeah and they're not they gonna do think seem to kind of be setting of that up yeah yeah mm-hmm. they're not gonna
0: think anything of it they're gonna do something in front of henry mm-hmm. and they're not gonna think anything of it and it's gonna tie into something that stan's working on and that's mm-hmm. how they get caught. i've always felt that way yeah. i've always felt that henry's gonna be the one that, that he's, like, not he's not even gonna know he's not even gonna know it because they don't trust him they should just tell Henry the truth um <laughs> if you're gonna tell Paige of all people um I feel like the chemical warfare thing is going to play into it, especially from seeing the preview. You have some mm-hmm. idea that um, they might be coming after them. I did have a feeling when Gabriel told them, as much as I appreciate Gabriel giving them the break, I had this like sinking feeling that kind of like Point of No Return, the movie, which was like really bad, but based on the film, Nikita, like mm-hmm. the moment they say they're going to give you a vacation, mm-hmm. which is never a good idea. Yeah. Like, they're probably going to. Something big is coming up kill you like yeah. that's going to be the attempt mm-hmm. so i feel like that might be uh coming up i'm excited to meet the new director of the fbi um yeah of uh counterintelligence The yeah, the yeah counterintelligence yeah. The, the webster webster what do you call him yeah. webster munchkin yeah um so that'll be fun to see and how that plays into stan's dynamic because i sure. think last week i kind of mentioned like maybe stan would take over for Gav, I, yeah yeah, yeah yeah um so a little bummed that 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 didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I hope we might be able to catch up with Martha, but I don't see that happening next episode.
1: I I, I kind of with with what they did with Nina, I kind of hope we're done with Martha. You kind of hope we're done with Martha. Yeah. I don't need that. I don't need the whole
0: Nina thing. Yeah. But uh, just a check in with Martha, mm-hmm. even if it's just to discover that they actually killed her, um, mm-hmm. I would I would appreciate that. Something. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I I don't know. I felt more connected to the Martha storyline than to the Nina storyline.
1: Yeah. Yeah, especially by the end. I Yeah. Agreed. Um,
0: and yeah, I think that's about it. I don't know if there's anything else
1: really we're getting, we're building, you know, this, we're building to the end, you know, of the season. And I yeah. think that pieces kind of have to start falling into place for, for, uh, where we're going, uh, with the end of the season.
0: Yeah. And the creators kind of mentioned that, you know, I don't think it's going to be season four, but I did read an interview where they're kind of like, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of leading to the end of the of of the series like where we kind Mm of know that it's going to eventually come to an end and we're definitely seeing it sure so yeah Mm. Mm. all right well i think that about wraps it up on that bummer note (laughs) 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 thank you guys so much for tuning in to the after show for the americans on Afterbus tv i'm adrian snow you can follow me on twitter and instagram at
1: at miss adrian snow and? and I'm James Gressel. You can follow me on Twitter at James Gressel and at Practical Folks on YouTube. All right. Thank you guys
0: for tuning so much for tuning in. I'm tongue-tied, and we will see you next Wednesday.
1: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. later.
0: The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.